Hi, this is Marlene, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Stories of the Supernatural. Whether you're watching a video or listening to a podcast, please like and subscribe to us so that you can get notification of when a new show is released. Links to videos or MP3 files can be found on MiamiGhostChronicles.com. Go to MarlenePardo.com for information on new book releases. I narrate several podcast series that can be found on major podcast platforms and can also be listened to via Alexa, Sonos, and other home systems. Look for Supernatural Storytime for scary storytelling, Nightshade Diary for classic horror and adventure stories, Stories of the Supernatural for interviews with different guests on the show. If you want to get noteworthy news about the paranormal world, true crime, conspiracy stories, and anything that is just plain weird, you can visit Strange Than Fiction Stories tab at MiamiGhostChronicles.com or find us on Blogspot. I want to thank you for being part of my audience, and I think you are all wonderful. Hi, everybody. This is Marlene with Stories of the Supernatural. How's everybody doing? Good, I hope. I'm doing well. It's been, uh, everything is good here. You know, we've been having cold temperatures. It's been getting colder. Yeah, I do the uh, typical, I'm from South Florida, from Miami, which is, oh my God, it's the sun is setting. It's going to go below 50 degrees. I better run inside and stay in there forever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm doing that kind of thing. But uh, besides that, everything has been really good. Um, hopefully, I've got some chicks hatching uh, from my previous show. I told everybody that I let one of my chicks, sh chickens, she's a little girl, one of my smaller hens, she went broody, and I just gave her seven eggs. And um, she had made a nest under one of my steps into one of the sheds, and she you know, on that 21 day base for, for hatching, she should be hatching them today, tomorrow, you know, it's kind of weird sometimes with the eggs. So I already got her successfully at night. I had made a cage in the shed and I put her in there and she stayed on top of her eggs, but sometimes they get kind of weird. So I did it at night. She's there. So hopefully I'll be able to get some pics. I promise cross my heart of the uh, chicks. So I'll show them to you guys. And I'm hoping out of the seven eggs, I'm sure there's got to have been some fertile ones there. Anyway, guys, I want to remind you also that um, I want you to sign up for the newsletter. Um, I've got the newsletter comes out once a week, maybe twice, because uh, what I do is I do include links to some of the, the podcasts, the older podcasts. This is a lot of people sometimes ask me, oh, you know, I, I sometimes I want to look for the older interviews or other things that you do. So I've put links to that as well. Uh, again, if you know any of the book projects that I've got going on, I announce it on the um, on the newsletter. As a matter of fact, anybody, pretty soon I'm going to be looking for a title for the book right now that I'm working on, uh, which is part of the Civil Chronicles universe. Um, I might even, I'm thinking, I'm still just thinking of beta readers for the for the manuscript. Um, again, and like I tell everybody the last time I released the last book back in September, I did a hundred, uh, book giveaway through Goodreads and I announced it on, uh, on the newsletter, you know, Goodreads, which is of course affiliated with Amazon and you could have gotten, um, 
you know, one of the 100 free copies. But anyway, guys, and of course, don't forget, you can go to MiamiGhostChronicles.com or MarlenePardo.com and you have links to all the shows, any of the video or podcast series that I do, not only Stories of the Supernatural, but the other two. And then, of course, just to uh, anything, anything you want to look up, podcast platforms, et cetera, et cetera. And let's get on to the good part. And, um, you know, a lot of you have said, oh, Marlene, you know, we we want to talk to, you know, you you know, you bring a lot of uh, the authors and things like that. But we also like to, you know, uh, talk uh, or hear you talk to the ghost hunters, you know, people that, that are still out there that, um, that do it. You know, when I say the the real work, the field work. And so I, that's what we did. I've got a group of investigators. I'm going to bring them on. They are the Southern ghost girls tour and paranormal investigations. And they are a team led by the founder and investigated Leslie Ann. Uh, they investigate homes historical landmarks, museums, and other places in the Southern United States that are known to have or had a history of unexplained happenings and paranormal phenomena. They use a scientific approach in the tours and investigations to record any findings using specialized equipment. After years of doing tours and investigations with other groups, Leslie Ann uh, decided it was time that she start up a group of her own to lead her own investigations. And she's always enjoyed history tours. I know what that's like fascinating places so she said to merge her paranormal investigations so she could others could be a part of it ever since she was a child uh she happened to have what people call experiences we're going to ask her about that of the unknown she has always had the gift of having a very good intuition about things and has used this gift to her advantage to help others the team does not delve into participating into any dark or evil phenomenon and strictly uses a scientific approach when doing investigations and research the team participants are all women of faith and of good moral character. They're just curious to see if they can record metaphysical phenomena or unexplained happenings. Uh, and we'll go ahead later on in the show. We're going to give you information about their tours, investigations, et cetera. Help me to welcome them. How are you doing today, guys? Hey. <laughs> Thank you for having us, Marlene. On the contrary, it's my pleasure. Um, yeah. It's it's cold here though. Yes. And no, I cold. know. I tell her I was born and raised in Miami, and I moved up to North Florida like a year ago. And in in Miami, when it gets into the fifties, everybody's like, "Oh, it's so cold." But over here lately at night, it's been dropping like into last night with thirty two. It was almost freezing, and for me, that's like, "Oh, okay," because you can feel it as soon as the sun starts to dip, the temperature starts going down, and I'm like. I'm can get whatever I need to do outside. I'm doing it because otherwise I'm going inside. I'm not going anywhere. And I moved to a little town with only 5,000 people in it. Well, so, and around here, like when you go outside, it's dark. It is dark. There's no city lighting, uh, nothing. I live on four acres and everybody around here is on acreage. And uh, so when you go out there, it's like, there's nothing out there. So, I mean, I love it. I personally, I love it, but still it's the, <laughs> it's like, man, it's really cold out here. Well, and I've got, I've got like about 400 year old live oaks in my yard and part of my, the property. And with that Spanish moss, I'm telling man, it's the perfect setting for like a good mystery or something like that. It's like, man, you know, I should charge somebody to come and film a movie here. But anyway, guys, 
Let's start with you, Leslie. You said, what, as a kid, you had weird experiences? What happened? It was like, so what happened? What happened with you, Leslie? Okay, so um, basically, um, around the age of six years old, I started mm -hmm. having these experiences. Now, everybody would probably think I was crazy, so I didn't tell anybody, right? But I would have, I could hear voices giving me warnings about things that were going to happen. And it really? was mostly like a woman's voice. And I would hear these, I would see images come into my mind. But of course, back then, <laughs> you didn't know. Um, but I continued to have these experiences. I've had this, you name it, happen. But it just, um, I've been able to see things that are going to happen. That's okay. the first uh, thing, the curiosity really, you know, got my curiosity got the best of me. So I just started doing like different investigations and stuff, but these were with other groups, other two, okay. you know, um, and then I've been doing this for 20 something years, um, okay. doing that. So that's how my experiences started. I'm not sure. Plus I've seen a lot of things happen. Yes. A lot of unexplainable things like fireballs hitting our car once. Um, Wow. Hey. <laughs> no, that's just like that happens all the time. <laughs> but was this was this during an investigation or when you were going or leaving an investigation or what happened? Growing up, you'd ask me, you know, how I got started and this was stuff that happened as a child. I mean, things just always seemed to happen around me that were Okay. It was just, it was just very strange. And my mother too. I kind of think it's in the bloodline. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. That's how I got into it. So Debbie, how yeah. did you? Well, I just had things happen that just weren't normal around me as growing up. Um, everything was like deja vu to me. Yeah. And, and I always, it was weird. I always felt like I didn't belong here for some reason. I know that's crazy. Okay. That makes us right. a star seed or something like that. But, um, I just had a lot of things happen to me that just didn't add up. And um, then um, the biggest thing that happened was I built a house on the Carton Mansion's grounds. And when I did that, I started really seeing, I saw an apparition of a soldier in my bedroom. And wow. Things started really happening to me. My, my niece was in the bathroom one day, she was little. And um, I walked in there and I said, who are you talking to? And she said, uh, um, she was talking to the um, soldier that was standing behind her. So she has it too. Um, so I started seeing things, that's when it really kicked off. And I was probably in my twenties when that happened. So that's been like 30. Okay. And then. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then, the, yeah, that's, that's pretty much. <laughs> Once you see that, that, that'll do it. Believe it or not, a lot of people, even though they have weird experiences, not everybody, I don't want to say lucky because that would, is to actually see an apparition, to actually see it. Most people, sometimes people will smell things, hear things, experience right. things. But as far as actually seeing something, you know, not everybody gets to do that. How about you, Tammy? So I had some experiences as a small child. I was about four or five years old and I had seen an apparition of a child in my bedroom. 
And as a lot of young children do, they don't like to stay in their bedrooms. They like to, you know, sleep in their parents' rooms. Mm -hmm. And so I had that experience as a small child and growing up, I had different experiences. And then about a little over a year ago, I met Leslie and some of the other Southern Ghost Girls at one of the events. And I've really in the past year just dove into investigation. And I've had so many experiences over the past year. Right, right. Yeah. It's one of those things that it's really funny because when you get into this work, sometimes the investigation comes to you instead of you going to it. As far as, you know, things happen in places that you don't expect, not because you're doing an investigation or even sometimes places that you don't think are haunted. You're just at some place. Yes. And weird stuff happens. And you're like, and then you start thinking, wait a minute. And yeah, you become kind of a little bit of a magnet for that for strange occurrences or deja vu or uh, going to places and, you know, picking up on things that, because sometimes, you know, when you go to a place that's known to be haunted or it's got a, you know, you kind of expect it, but sometimes you go to a place and it's like, wait a minute. Or, you know, if you see, actually see somebody, you know, that sometimes, like, you know, some of these apparitions, people don't realize that, that they're not, they're so solid. They're so real looking. Yes, real. <laughs> you know, you hear that in a lot of historical places mm-hmm. or in other places where people will say, hey, that uh, reenactor or that docent, I didn't know you dressed up to give tours. And they'll go, we don't. Yeah. Go, you know, I just saw somebody walk and they don't wig out because they're thinking they're looking at a real person. So you said you worked with a lot of different groups. And I don't know about your experience, but I know some of these groups, it gets crazy. They have what I call paradrama. So I know eventually some people go, forget this. Um, let me let me start my own thing and do the investigations the way I would like to see them, you know. Is that how it happened for you or, or what happened? Well, um, for me, I, I really have been in the insurance business forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay. So I feel like, you know, it was... Um, I, I literally was sitting in the car uh, at a red light and I would just, you know, said, you know what, I'm going to start doing something more exciting <laughs> with my life. Uh, okay. Uh, to, uh, you know, cause I was looking for a hobby to do or something. And I, I just said, you know what, I'm going to start a group and, but okay. we're going to all be ladies. That was the thing. A lot of the tours that are investigations I had been to or been part of, it was a lot of men. Now I'm not bashing. Yes. No, I know. It was the macho egos <laughs> getting in the way. Yes. And they yes. put you to the side there. And oh yeah, she's the little psychic girl. She's um she's our little token psychic. And, right. I was you took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. And so, um, but anyway, and it was always that. I never felt like I could really speak my mind. And so um, I said, you know what, this is going to be all ladies and we are Mm -hmm. strong women and, but everybody, we, we had to meet criteria. I mean, everybody on my, you know, we don't let just anybody be a part of the group. Of course, right. We, um, you have to be professional women, um, you know, mature about yourself, take this scientific approach, um, Mm -hmm. are all ladies of faith also. So, so that was important. Um, and, but we do have, I have to say, we have one man that does help us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, help. It's like tech support, tech support. <laughs> but we love him. His name is Andy. 
and um, he's very much a psychic and a paranormal investigator himself too. And he enjoys hanging out with us, I think, sometimes. Yes. But but we love Benny. But um, but yeah, we um, you know, I just I I wanted it to be all women, and I, and pretty much. We don't have major drama, I don't think. Yeah. You know, we don't want it to ever become that that way. Right, right, right. But I know in other groups there yes. is drama. So if y'all want to yeah. talk to that, well, I was in other groups. Um, uh, I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. I was a police officer there for 20 oh wow. Years. And then when I retired, I moved down to Fayetteville, Tennessee, uh, which puts me close to Leslie. And uh, how I met Leslie was. Um, we were uh, on a TV special together. Um, what is it called? The uh, Truth or Legends yeah, in your hometown. <laughs> Truth or Legends in your hometown. And I met Leslie through that, and I just hit. We hit it off, and I was like, I need to be in your group instead of the group I'm right. in. So well, you said because there's not as much drama. Yes. I mean, <laughs> well, you know what? When I say drama, I mean. Sometimes, it, you know, because I've been doing this since the 1990s myself, and I was always a freelancer. I used to work I used to work with a research team that did the state of Florida. They would work with different teams, but I was a freelancer, and I would just, you know. And you could see the groups usually that kind of, like, faded away is that it, personal stuff started going on. I was like, wait a minute. This is not about personal stuff. This is – let's go – ghost hunting you know right. how did this get personal stuff so yeah that's what i meant as far as paradrama yeah uh that, that that let me tell you something that does away with a lot of groups believe it or not well not to bash anybody but you know i've seen it was more professional to be with the southern ghost girls yeah <laughs> i'm here and i love dressing up all the uh you know dresses we get to wear and different outfits or it's great so yeah, we do we do it a little different than most groups, and that was part of the the whole thing too. With uh, me starting this group, I wanted to combine the the paranormal investigations and the seriousness of that. Okay, but All also right. taking it the histo historical significant significance. We actually wear the historical clothing in all of wow. our. Wow. So we dive into the history, Absolutely. and we feel that we're trigger objects. Sure. and we get a lot of evidence coming you know to us channeling through us and i feel like we're just it's a very welcoming environment uh wearing the clothing i mean we we really try to be as authentic as possible yeah we definitely get a lot more evidence when we dress up yes so let me do you where do you guys do you have a certain places that you go to or how, how do you guys work it or is the tour like do you do the tour in a certain area and then you have certain places that you visit on the tour or how does that work? Well, another thing, yeah, we, we don't do um, investigations like, you know, abandoned places or anything like that. Right, 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 right. And we, we only investigate like historical venues. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Like what part is like usually uh, the ticket sales, a portion of the ticket sales are used to raise money for the historical venues. So right. about different venues. Um, we have ones that we do every single month, you know, like Arlington House in Birmingham. It's a pre-Civil War era home, the only one standing in Birmingham area. We do that monthly. Uh, okay. We do, we do some every other month, but we find new places too. Uh, okay. 
we're going to be going to. And then we also do private investigations, just us without the tours. And we got some really cool things yes. lined up. Right. Okay. So you do both things. You do both things. Mm -hmm. Like if somebody said, hey, I've got something going on at my house or whatever, you guys go in there. And, and I like what you said about doing the scientific approach first. In other words, you don't go assume that there's anything going on unless right. you find proof of it. Right. That's right. People people don't realize how important that is. I tell everybody. We try to nowadays. People hear a noise, you know, and everybody runs outside and sleeps in the car. It's like, wait a minute, slow down. It could be anything, you know. Yeah. You could have something trapped in your attic or in your crawl space. Uh, something gets loose, but nowadays people watch too much too many other reality shows, and they're like, it's the ghost. Quick, <laughs> but no, let's find out. No, yeah. <laughs> So I'm glad you guys do that approach. You'd be surprised it's not. I, I, right. Along the lines, sometimes you have to tell people, uh, no, it's uh, that uh, thing. See that right there? That's that's yeah. making. That's what's making the noise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of yeah. people will catch pictures uh, or take pictures, and they'll catch. You know, they think it's an orb, but it's dust. Or yeah. I've seen. I've had a lot of people say there's orbs everywhere, spirits, but they're really moths, or you know. Yeah or things like that. So we do, um, you know, we do do a lot of debunking too. Yes. <laughs> but we right. Right. Really real things happen to <laughs> yeah. a lot yes. of happen. Um, yeah. People don't realize that just because you do ghost hunting doesn't mean you're like going to jump at the first thing. Oh yeah. 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 That's the ghost is like, by the way, when you experience the real thing, that's when you realize, you know, it's like, no, nah, I'm not going to settle for the, uh, no, no, you know, things, um, and so what, uh, what so far has been one of the, the most compelling or the most uh, interesting investigations that you've had? Uh, Kimmy, go ahead, Kimmy. Um, well, there's been so many, but actually we just went to the Thomas house in Tennessee okay. and we did some table tipping there. Really? And okay. we, um, we had a blast. Yes. We got some okay. really good evidence. From our table tipping okay so that was the i think one of the first times that as a group we had um actually had done table tipping and mm -hmm. so when we actually got a response and such a awesome response from it we were all just blown away okay and who was participating in the table tipping the three of you or who was doing yeah. it yeah okay. all three of us were there we had a couple of the other girls as well okay okay so you guys had the energy going yeah, sometimes very high that night. Okay. But we had never done this. I mean, um, Kimmy and I had actually done it once up in Salem. There, uh, there was a conference, uh, but as a group, we had never done this. And I, I, I mean, I was skeptical. I mean, I was like, I don't know yeah, how I was this too. is going to work. And when we all put our hands on the table, and it moved, and we're, <laughs> and I'm asking you questions. I mean, it literally started spinning around. Yes. Wow. We yes. have it on our Facebook page, Southern Goat Scrolls Tours, and you can watch that. And you can see our expressions. Yes, we're all, we like, were, we're all like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's really happening, right? Isn't that, it's like, you're there for that, but then when it happens, you're like, it's really <laughs> happening, wait. Uh-huh. In shock, I couldn't believe it started rotating as fast as it does, too. I mean, it, yeah. we would ask it, the spirit to come down and use use the energy in the room it was 
let us know you're here. I mean, it would it would move every time, and every time it would do that. And or I know, yes, would come down to the table. Like, what is a who who are the entity entities? Or I don't know who what's supposed to be at the Thomas House. What is the story behind that? Um, the Thomas House, golly, was built in the uh, late eighteen hundreds. Um, it was a bath house type thing where people because of the springs the medicinal yeah oh like, okay okay it has like five or six different kinds of minerals that even one of the minerals is only found in somewhere in europe and then in uh red bowling springs tennessee is where it is so okay but there's been a lot of um death there of course okay it was a hotel for travelers back in the day when, you know, you know, it was more like houses that you stayed in instead of, there was no holiday inns back then. So, okay. Yeah. So, you know, horse and buggy. So people would go to like what they say, take the waters, in other words, yeah. for curative purposes. But, yeah. but you know, the, there was some of them that was just like, you're not going to get cured. Sorry, you're going to die. I, I mean, let's put it, let's call it what it is. There was a, a little girl named Sarah there and, uh, and say she was six or seven her parents brought her there she was mm -hmm. having a stomach problem i gave her the water and three or four days later she passed away so she's there yeah. the so there's that and there's a little boy drowned in the pool his name's edwin um okay yeah and uh, another guy we're not sure of his name is uh, everybody called him tall dark and handsome because they've seen um apparition all dark entity um, but he so was, everybody hopes he's handsome. Yes. <laughs> he turned out to be like, oh, shit. <laughs> sorry. Salesman back in the day. So, um, uh, -huh. he, uh, the man that owned the Cloyds that owned the hotel back then, Mr. Cloyd thought his wife was having an affair with him. So oh, there you go. And he pushed him off of the balcony upstairs to his death. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. He's, so he's, there's. Um, and the town is, um, has a big, uh, water thing running through it spring or whatever. And, um, there was a flood, oh my goodness, in this, I want to say the sixties that killed okay. a whole lot of people. Uh, and, um, there's people there from that too. I know there's a lady that's there that keeps trying to look for her child because they, they right way, just things like that. Right, right. That that. So there's plenty of yes. You know, it's one of the most haunted places in America. Wow. I think at number two or something. Yeah. But what we like to go into a lot of the places, and we may not um, know exactly who is supposedly haunting the place. We do some okay. thing, but we try to see who we can find, and sometimes we're very surprised who and what does yeah. through. So um, we had a shocking, <laughs> uh, we had a, a very great experience. We did, we went to New Orleans this past year, a couple of us, and we investigated at the Haunted Hotel, which is famous for the Axeman murders. Wow. And, okay. And on that block, I mean, we had, um, we, ha I'm not so sure we had so much of the Axeman come through. But um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the LaLaurie Mansion. Yes, and absolutely. Delphine LaLaurie, yes. Of the atrocities that happened. Well, that, yes. that mansion literally is kind of on the, the same block, but on the opposite end 
Uh-huh. Uh, we were investigating and her voice came through several times through our equipment speaking okay. was there while the wow. that she was the boss. It came through. I mean, things were okay. through. We had all kind of evidence. So sometimes you're surprised and shocked at what you might find that you're not expecting. Because I wasn't expecting her to come through. Yeah, that was that was definitely an awesome investigation. Yeah, let me tell you something though. People don't realize the Lala Re Mansion was already been built 50 years before. It already had a history. And they think that when they sold it, now check this out. What's really interesting about this lady, you know, everybody hears about the thing about the ghost and everything. Mm -hmm. She, when she was 16, she was married off to uh, this guy from Spain that was like in his 40s. She was like a child bride. And by the time she ended up with Doc, she became Madame Lalaurie. She was like 46 and her husband was like 20 something. <laughs> she like, she had had she had this was like her third marriage <laughs> i mean she was like way out there um and uh but she was her family was very wealthy um and uh yeah that that even before that became known because of the fire because you know back in those houses the kitchens would be separate buildings from the actual house that's where the 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 fire started and when they supposedly went in there to try to get the, the slaves, everybody out is when they discovered. But even prior to that, there were rumors that she was mistreating the slaves. You know? It was a, yeah. And, and she had to, basically, the, the story was that she uh, would normally take, uh, take her horses out, like on a ride, you know, where people would go around the park in the afternoon. So she pretended she was going to do that, but nobody realized. And she already had, I think it was Mobile or somewhere, she already had uh, a ship waiting for her to get her out of Dodge quick because that's because the, the crowds were ready to like burn her, the house down, you know, and that's how she got, she was able to get to Paris. But yeah, she was, uh, she was a wild one out there, but uh, yeah, that, that place. And afterwards, there's a lot of things that happened at that location after the LaLaurie, a lot of people tried to, um, start a hotel it was uh i think during the 20s somebody bought it and they tried to make it like a you know where people you know the destitute could come and stay a lot of weird stuff happened that place is like wow you yeah get, that's and the whole area just right there around that is a very dark i'm very much an empath and mm -hmm. you know it's overwhelming almost that entire block i mean you can go two blocks over and it changes but just that right. our block, that that whole area, it's it's a very dark, heavy, yes, sad, very heavy feeling. Feeling. Yeah, people don't realize that a lot of those areas of New Orleans really go back like two, three hundred years. Yeah. You're talking way pre Civil War, way back to like the late 1700s when they started settling that place. Now it's, there's a lot of history to the land and then the houses and everything. Right. As far as what happened there, yeah, I, I went to New Orleans back in the late 1980s no and I, I never had a chance to go back but i remember i went to you know the latin court you know that whole area it, it's very picturesque but i know what you mean as far as certain places you're good and then you go to other streets and it's like it just, well okay it does it's really strange but but we've had i mean we have done so many different investigations 
here. They're, they're, they've all just been phenomenal. I mean, I, I can't say we've had a bad investigation. Yeah. We've gotten so much evidence. Um, there's a, um, a house in Huntsville, Alabama that we do quite often and we do our tours and okay. I, we get a lot of, a lot of yeah. evidence and we actually saw an apparition there. Yeah. Uh, just really, what did you see? Go. Well, she was in the kitchen. Uh, the house was actually part of the underground railroad. Okay. Uh, and it, there was, there's a secret room in this house. Uh, where they would take the slaves that were trying to, you know, escape. And they would hide a lot of people in that house. And we have, um, it's been reported that there was a, um, a man apparition had scared several people <laughs> in, in the house. And uh, there was a group, a theater group that saw the apparition. Um, Ann Lowry, who was the lady of the house, she was actually gunned down in the doorway uh, by the Union troops, so they were actually Union sympathizer. Now this was in Alabama, um, you know, right? States or whatever. But she they were actually Union sympathizers. But she was trying to get them to stop because they were coming in and they killed her right there. So right. we do believe we have seen her apparition. I okay. Her, I turned, and I am not one that's actually seen a lot of apparitions. I mean, I have seen all everything else, but just a person. Right. Um, that has not happened a lot to me. And I was just putting a piece of equipment on the mantel. I turned into the kitchen, and there she was. I turned back. I mean, I'm thinking, okay, this is weird. I turned back. Debbie was in the other room with, with a group, a tour group, a tour group. It was probably about 15 people in her view. Yeah. I, she didn't know what I had just seen at all. No idea. Um, and I'm kind of thinking, this is crazy. I stepped two feet, and then you say. I said, Leslie, there is something standing right beside you. I could see it. Oh. <laughs> and she was like, what? And I took a Oh, my God. The light from the. From it. From it. From it. Uh, going so I had just seen it, and then I was like, she didn't know. And I step, and she sees it. And then the door, the front door, opened up by itself. by itself, like she was walking out. So that may have been Ann Lowry. Yeah. So that happened a couple of months ago. So was there any any anniversary, anything that you know that that date might have been important for any reason that you know of? I didn't think about. It. We haven't. Okay. It's just, it's just everything, every one of our investigations is short. You never know. You never know. You never right. know. Right. That's the thing about when you do these tours sometimes. And then you'll have two people take pictures. One ca captures nothing, but the other person does capture something. Yes. It, yes. It's really interesting when that happens. But the tours, honestly, for people that come, um, a lot of the people are skeptics, you know, and a lot of people mm -hmm. got dragged there by their wife or whoever. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. Um, then you have people, you know, just from all faiths and all kind of stuff, but they go away and it is so, such a good feeling. Mm -hmm. It's so, you know, they go away thanking us and they're like, this was a life changing experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This, doing this tour has opened my eyes to a lot of things. So if y'all want to talk right. about it, it's just 
incredible to see people take that away. Well, you How know, long do you guys do the tour? I mean, is it like overnight? Is it a few hours or how does that work? About probably anywhere between two to five hours. I mean, they just kind of range. It may be like okay. one a.m. or right. seven or seven to 11, you know, different places have different restrictions sometimes. Yes. So um, they get to experience a lot and we let everyone use the real paranormal investigation equipment. Everybody gets to share that. We do experiments. Yeah. We, Very interactive. It's their hunt. We tell them it's their ghost hunt. They're the ones that need to, you know, talk. We help them, but. We want them to do the ghost. Have you ever had anybody get more than what they expected that it scared them? Like, they're like, I'm ready to go now. But you're like, but the tour's not over. But I'm ready yeah. to go now. <laughs> Have you ever had one of those? Tell them, Kimmy, tell, tell her about the girl falling at Arlington. That was that happened about a month ago, too. Things are really, really picking up. I think the veil is thin right now. Maybe. It's Things are really picking up. So, yeah, we had a, a woman that had came to the Arlington house in Birmingham. And uh, we were investigating and we, I guess there was probably about 10 people in that room at the time. And we had, we're doing a spirit box session. And all of a sudden there was a lady that she said, she just got pushed straight down to the floor and we watched her just fall straight down to the floor. And it, it was wild. And she was like, I don't know what just happened, but something pushed me to the floor. And wow. so that, that was very intense for sure. We had a story circulating. This was a few years back about one, one of the groups I said that worked there in the rest of, uh, and they, they, they brought in, they had a new person in the group, in the paranormal group. And it, they went to one of these older museums. I think it was central Florida and it was, you know, it was empty, you know, one of these two story and she was a younger girl. I think she was early 20s or late, something like that. Bottom line, she's, you know, they said, we, you know, everybody stayed within, within line of sight of another member of the group. Nobody was ever really, truly alone. Mm -hmm. She said she was like standing here. She says it was a bunch of, you know, it's a museum. You know, you get a lot. And they're there doing their gauges and all the equipment. And she's all of a sudden, somebody tapped her hard on the back of the shoulder. She could, she knew, she says she turned because she could see that there was another member like down in that doorway, but there was nothing around her. And then she was, and it, it did it again. Well, they had to take her out kicking and screaming. Like that was the end of paranormal investigations for her. Because sometimes people don't realize things like that. It's more, you, you're there for that reason. But then when it happens, it, it's like, wow. <laughs> We're the kind that want, will we ask it if it'll do it again. Can you do that again, please? <laughs> yeah, which is great. But a lot of people, believe it or not, even when they do the, the tours and everything, or they're hoping when it actually something like that happens, they wig out. They're like, oh, my God, it tapped me or, or, or something. Or they, you know, they see something. They're like, oh, okay. It gives you like a reality check. Yeah. Well, I've but, had my hair pulled and I barely have hair, so... Yeah, it, it yanked my head back one they, time. Isn't that, say stuff like that, and you're like, okay. It bother me. I mean, you know, I told it it could use my body if it needed to, so I got my hair yanked. <laughs> yeah, I'd be careful with that, though. <laughs> well, because. Uh, I'm sorry. What, what's the no. when we go into the 
to the different venues. I mean, there are certain ones we do, like I said, every month or every other month or so. There are certain spirits that like certain people mm -hmm. and that can right. understand certain ones. I mean, there's ones that hate me. I mean, like, there's this man at this Oxana mansion that uh, in Oxford, Alabama that we do sometimes. Mm -hmm. It is bad. He turns the men who are in the group violent. I mean, it's, it's just weird. He doesn't like me, I feel like, because he feels that I'm calling him out. But then, Arlington, okay. Judge Mudd loves me. Like, hey, it's one mm -hmm. I can have. Like, yes. Oh, one that you will communicate through with our instruments and stuff. So that's, that's the thing, too. They have favorites. It's yes. really weird. Yes. That's it's almost like their personality likes and dislikes are still there. Yes. And sometimes you might remind them of either the right person or the wrong person. Right. Exactly. And it's like, okay, you remind me of so-and-so. Cause so guess what? Yeah. And it's hard to think that sometimes like what their personalities are, are still there. Yeah. As far as who they communicate with and who they like. I mean, I've heard of some people, like you said, uh, I've heard of some entities dislike women intensely the other way around. I've heard others dislike men intensely. And, um, if you go there, you, you get men mostly in the group, you really won't get anything. And uh, it'll be a very disagreeable that you get a majority of women to go in there in the group and you get a bunch of proof. Mm -hmm. And Yeah, and then it, one thing, we get a lot of, um, a lot of child spirits. Okay. Uh, and I, I, I feel like, you know, we kind of, maybe it's that motherly, if we're, uh, you know, instinct or sure. something. But I don't know. We have so many children come through that right. stuck. And they're coming, I mean, their voices come through and our equipment and we get EVPs <clears throat> and all kind of things. But I feel like in the historical clothing that we're wearing, we right. just approach them in a really soft approach. We don't yell like a, other some other groups might do and provoke. Yeah, I think that's stupid. Yeah, and we get a lot of children. Yeah, I mean, well, you know what? A lot of people. Well, I'm sure people realize, but sometimes they don't remember that back. It's especially if we're talking, maybe a hundred years. Child mortality was high. You know, children could die easily from a lot of different diseases. And back then, also, um, people, even when they were sick, you know, people died at home. Yeah. You know. Well, the, the, the sick room was at home. It's not like now that everything is in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Back then, when people were ill, family members, uh, they this is where it happened, was at home. Right. So, yeah, that, that's sometimes. So for a child, this is, even where they died, this was their home. This is this is where they feel the their comfort zone, in other words. Mm -hmm. So, and then I tell everybody, sometimes you go to some of these, uh, especially these, these uh historical places and you know you know the main family but I, I say sometimes the servants themselves people that that are never written into the history books or the history of the place they had their own things going on mm -hmm. as far as things that happened to them personally children uh that sometimes they're part of the cast of characters of hauntings in a place right. even oh, yeah. though there's no nothing written in about it uh, have you guys been down to the myrtles I have. I have. Yeah. That's one of my favorite places too. <laughs> yeah. I went to the Myrtles but well back like 2005 I went to the Myrtles. So we we've been there a couple of times and uh with me and my mom. Uh, okay. 
we have done the investigation tours there and see like i had done that for so many years that's why i decided to start our own right. tour group and okay um, we we took tours there but we caught uh chloe who is the um she was the servant there right the, the one with the turban yes we did my mother took a perfect picture that really she standing in the window of um the dining area is perfect mm -hmm. and we got that and that was probably 15 years ago <laughs> so, yeah so i've been doing this a while we love it it's, it's kind of addictive yes you know? yes yes so besides the history that you learn about the history oh, yeah. it's very very interesting what you come but in the case of when you do the tours i'm sure you meet a lot of great people uh you know as far as i'm sure they tell you their own stories about things that's happened to them and you know why maybe they're doing the tour themselves have you ever had a total skeptic actually become a believer after one of the investigations yeah i'm sure there's got to be some that go in there like kimmy had one the other day um and you've had one too well just doing the human pendulum mm -hmm. we do the human yeah, we, we get a lot from human pendulum and then i i did estes method with the spirit box and I had a lady, there was something that had came through. She actually said something touched her um, while communicating with her through the spirit box. And after the investigation, she had came up to me and she was in tears. And okay. she said, what, what was that? Like, and I said, well, do you believe in a higher power? And she said, no, I'm an atheist. Oh, and what? I said, oh, well, I said, she's like, but there was something like something was communicating with me. There was something in the room. And she's like, what okay. was that? And I was like, well, you know, that's kind of for you to decide what that, what that is for you. And, um, but you know, I, I told her my religious beliefs and that, you know, I call upon Jesus and that's my higher power. And that, you know, that might be something that she needed to look into. So it was my way of, of sharing yeah. my, my beliefs. And, um, I, she definitely <laughs> believed in something after that day. Right. Right. Exactly. And I, you know, when people don't go in there is exactly like, okay, if I going, she probably went in there doing it like, you know, for, like a lark, uh, just yeah. nothing's gonna happen. When something actually does happen, it's like how you square it. Right. You know, you go that way. Okay, nobody was standing next to me. I wasn't standing next to a furniture or what. You know, things like that. People have a hard time then wrapping their heads around it. Yes. Because the only thing that it leads to is that okay, there is something beyond just right. the. Right. the well, let's say what atheists believe, which is this is it. This is as good as it gets. Once you're pushing up daisies, it's over, <laughs> you know, which I tell everybody, I bet you there's a bunch of ghosts that were atheists before <laughs> that were like, hey, what happened? Exactly. <laughs> I thought it was over. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Let me ask you something, Debbie. You said you were a police officer. Did you ever see weird stuff when you were a police officer? Uh, all the time. I had all kinds of weird things. I bet. Yes. I don't even know People don't realize first responders, they, man, they get a, they share weird stuff. Yeah. You know, but, but, and I know because I have a lot of, my husband's an ex-officer and well, retired and, um, that sometimes people is like, you talk about it, but it's like, keep it low, man. You don't want to be that, the crazy person around here. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, you see a lot of weird stuff when you're a first responder. Yeah. Um, let me ask you, do you. Do, how, when you guys put out the the investigations is it you said what how often do you do it once a month or as a demand or how, how does that work well i literally could do it uh all the, i mean it seems like we 
do them on the weekends and we started out, I mean, I started the, the tours and stuff, uh, three and a half years ago. So we started out with about one every couple of months and now I can't do enough. I mean, right. The demand is to do a Friday and Saturday every single weekend. And I'm mm -hmm. a mom and also run a state farm agency and right. try to get it all fit in. And then we also have to leave Tom to do our private tours too, you know, and have some right. So um, it has, I think with this generation that's coming up, they love this kind of stuff. Sure. And band is just, it's growing every single year, every year. Um, I even saw that Disney Channel now has a kids' paranormal show. <laughs> I know everybody, and what, and, and as far as I can, the reason why I ask you is that even people when they're planning to travel, they want to include these tours, you yeah. know, on their itinerary. Mm -hmm. You know, so like, oh, when we get there, we could like, let me tell you something. I I've done it myself. You know, when I go traveling, I book yeah. tours. Whether, you know, usually the ghost, and I'm thinking. Hopefully the ghost tour person is also really good on history. You know what I'm saying? Because that's really what it makes it, you know, whether it's a walking tour or, you know, you ride around, even though the walking tours are the best ones. Um, everybody now wants to do that because that's like, that's great. It's, it's fun. And I, you know, that's why I really, you know, just, I said, I'm going to start this. I mean, nobody else was doing it in Alabama and, mm -hmm. um, I love history. I love it. And like, like I said, I, anytime I go travel St. Augustine or New Orleans or right wherever I am, I always would take a ghost tour. <laughs> right. But you know, and then we add with our tours, they get to use a plethora of right investigation equipment. So, um, we just, you know, we really just want to make it fun and interesting for people. And, um, it's 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 working i mean people love it i appreciate all of our fans and followers i think we have almost twenty one thousand now so you know what it is you could go to some of these historical houses i'm going to give us an example that during the daytime and take a tour yeah and it's like oh it's okay it's eh, you know but if you really want it you got to go at night and do a paranormal investigation then is when it really becomes interesting mm -hmm. you know that's what people like it's, it's myself so, included you know and people love to be scared too sure, of course <laughs> of course scared. and they're and they're learning history on our tours because we do talk we do a complete history presentation right uh and then we do the investigation but they're just scared the whole time they love it so and people, yeah of course and, we have, and what's the worst is it something happens they've got a bunch of people around them is like the ghost is not gonna get me all by myself you know? <laughs> So, because you know there's always those brave people that uh you know things like that and and uh, and i imagine maybe some of these places what they could only get access if they went through you in other words mm -hmm. just to 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 do that that's what i'm saying that's another thing but yeah that I, I let me tell you something i i personally i love going on ghost tours and and um and just Sometimes also a lot of the things that you learn about even the family that lived there or the history of the house or the history of the area and you find out so much. Do do you guys ever do any areas like a battlefields or Gettysburg or anything like that? Have you guys ever done anything like that? I've personally done a battlefield. Mm -hmm. um, there's one in uh, uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and I, I we did it during the daytime. Um, 
while they were doing a reenactment. And okay. So much evidence, just crazy evidence. So right. Yes, I've heard that that really stirs things up. Yeah. But we haven't done one yet. I don't well, um, we've done, there's actually a battlefield here uh, close to where I live in Alabama. Um, and Crooked Creek is what it's called. It, there was a battle of Hog Mountain. So we've done that battlefield and uh, that that investigation there, that place is extremely haunted. We have gotten oh, pictures of outlines of apparitions, just Wow. Right. But um, we're actually headed to um, Vicksburg, Mississippi. Okay. And uh, that is a really uh, important town for the, the Civil War. And there's the historic National Cemetery there. Mm -hmm. I go check it out. You know, of course, we will only be able to do it during the day. Uh, but they've got, you know, the Union and Confederate thousands and thousands of the graves are there. Uh, and that was the actual battlefield too. So I want to definitely Absolutely. check that out. So we're excited to do that. Wow. So you guys, if, if anybody wants to find anything out about the tours that you guys have got up or for an investigation, what's the best bet to go to your website or go to Facebook? Uh, you can go to either one. Uh, the Facebook is the Southern ghost tours and paranormal investigations. And then of course, the website is www.southerngostgirls.com and okay. we our events and everything that's up, you know, upcoming, please like and follow our Facebook page. And, um, we, we just appreciate all of our followers and fans and, you know, sure. it's just, it's awesome to meet people. We just love it. Yeah. Okay. And, but you also, like you said, you also do, if somebody wants an investigation, you do that also as well, as far as it doesn't. <laughs> And with COVID, yeah. it's kind of, we've, we've kind of stopped doing like individual houses so much. I was going to say, you sound, you guys sound so busy. It's like. We're so busy, we are. But, um, but I mean, you know, we've, we've done some things like that, but then it's just gotten, the last couple of years have gotten a little strange, you know, with everything. Yes, yes, it has. careful. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, thank you so much for being part of the show. You guys have been wonderful. I find this so interesting. Let me tell you something. I, this was, like I said, usually I would plan my vacations. It's like, okay, what haunted spots do I want to go? And then I'll just, my itineraries were based on going to bed and breakfast in the areas and the tours. And this was like, this is, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. I can't be the only one out there that this is so, yeah, it sounds fascinating, especially when some of these places that, you know, because there's some places that you see a lot on the shows and they get rehashed, but then there's others nobody's ever heard about. Right. And those are the interesting ones. The ones that you're like, wow, that place that actually exists. And then you, it's like the history on it is wonderful and interesting. And, you know, it sweeps you away and you're like, wow, this is fantastic. Right. And you'll have to check us out. If yes. you, I mean, because we yeah, absolutely Georgia, Alabama. Uh, some in Tennessee. We are going to Mississippi, and I might just head to Florida soon too. <laughs> okay, you let me know. I'm going to keep tabs on you guys. I'm going to keep tabs uh, on. Guys. I'm trying to get something set up in Florida. Um, so I lived in Clearwater for uh, about five years, and okay, I loved it. Oh gosh, and I was in Miami this past summer, and oh, it was perfect. no. Let me tell you something though. I moved when we moved. I was like, no more hurricanes. 
I'm moving to northern Florida in the middle of the state between the coasts. Okay, hopefully if there's a hurricane and it reaches me, it'll be done. Right. I yeah, I've had I've had I've had enough of hurricanes for a while. Let me let me I chinks it. Then the next thing you know, this thing comes roaring through Florida for some reason. But but no. Um I think we'll be headed. I we might be headed to the Miami area, honestly. Okay. So okay. You let me know. You let me know. I know a lot of haunted places in Miami. Believe me. Believe me. I know some real haunted good haunted places in Miami. Again, thank you all three. You have been absolutely wonderful. And I want to wish you the best of luck on all your projects. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. Isn't it great? I got to drink some water, guys. Mm -hmm. A little bit of a cough, like... I can't believe I have to cough. Why do I need to cough? Why do I need to cough now? Now, during the middle of a show. Because of course, it's the middle of the show. Why not? Isn't it great? I love talking to entrepreneurs. Yes, to entrepreneurs. And that's what she did. Leslie put her thinking cap on. And uh, that's great. Because like I I'm not kidding. Uh, Traveling for me uh, was like, and you know, this, I am one of these people. You know, I'm like, I'm going to go from there and then we're going to do this and we're going to do that, you know. And the tours to me were, were really important because I've been on tours that were like, ugh, man, what a waste of my, money and time. So for me, especially going into any of these places or if you're a legend tripper, you know, maybe the only way you can access that property, that historical, excuse me, property is through doing a tour, which I think is fantastic. Isn't that great? You know, I love where they take you on tours to places that are off the beaten path. And, and from what I see, they, they move around. It's not like they have this one set, this one or one or two properties that they do the tours from, you know, and uh, you'd be surprised. You know, for a lot of people say, well, you know what, you get a lot of people. Sometimes you have a group of people go through, nothing happens. Or it's very minimal or very low level. And then you could go there the next following weekend or the following month and you get everybody there. It could be tied to an anniversary. It could be tied to the weather. It could be tied to, believe it or not, as weird as it sounds, if you have a lot of teenagers in the group, Okay, that kinetic energy that sometimes it's basically some entities will use. It's like how they charge their batteries, that they're able to manifest easier or more in your face. You know, um, the EVP, instead of being something that you can understand, all of a sudden the EVP it comes in loud and clear because they're able to uh, they have the energy or in some cases to actually manifest. Uh, again, what she said was she's absolutely right. Them dressing up in the period costumes absolutely serves as a trigger object. And also the fact whether it's them or somebody in the group, why, you know, why some, some groups, some occasions you get something in a, you know, if it's an intelligent haunting, 
these um, these entities, they do respond. You know, people think of of trigger objects as in things from their time period. You know, whether it's the object or their costume. The biggest trigger object are people's likeness. If there's somebody there that reminds them of somebody they knew, it could be a bad connection, by the way. It doesn't always have to be a love connection. It could be, man, I really hated that person. People don't realize that triggers for an investigation for some weird reason, the most powerful ones I've ever seen is tied into how certain people look to that entity if it's an intelligent haunting. Something about them. I want to say people will say, well, mannerisms. Uh, how's this? Let's say the entity is a soldier or military person. And yeah, you could bring some guy who was maybe ex-military. That might, uh, you bring in somebody. And I'm, let's say, let's go down the road and say this guy was uh, lived during the time of the Civil War or around that time. Okay, you get somebody in that group, a man, who wears his hair and his beard. Remember, around the time of the Civil War, post-Civil War, it was the time of the beards, the mutton chops, you know, the big mustaches. Okay, you get somebody walk in there. It's not a military guy, but he has that look that reminds them of what maybe somebody that they knew looked like. And you'll get a response to this person, even though this person has no tie-in to what they did in life, okay, because of the way they look. Same thing with women, all right? Same thing with women. Uh, something about you, sometimes uh, the way you even speak. I, I've heard of a lot of uh, children entity, which I'm always very careful about, by the way, but that's a whole other show. Uh, will respond to women who, how can I say, have a motherly thing about them, all right? Whether it's the way they are, if, even if they don't have children with them at the time, uh, just the way they talk. Um, I don't know. There's something that you carry around with you when you're a mom that even when your kids are not there, you're still, you come off as a mom <laughs> that attracts these children not so much because you remind them of their mother, but if for any reason these children lacked uh, maternal attention, uh, caring, they were very hungry for this. You know, you see this a lot in some of the um, these orphanages or in even in some places where, let's face it, you know, uh, even in the best of families, sometimes children were left to the care of servants. And a servant is a servant, and it's not your mother, okay? There's nothing like mom. And all, children always hunger for that. So I've heard of that also, that the mom thing will bring in same thing. You could get the opposite. You know, there's something about you that just, like, rubs whoever's there the wrong way. Something about you reminds them of the wrong person, you know? And then you'll see people, the ones that get pinched, scratched, hair pulled, pushed, uh, you name it. 
it they can, if, if anything that they can manifest to like basically drive you out short of saying those famous get out you know that you're hearing about the horror movies they'll do it all right it's very weird it's very weird um i i, I think it's fantastic i think it's great and believe it or not, I think nowadays with so many crazy things going on, it's time. It's great to, to go to one of these tours and like suspend your disbelief, man. Go and have a good time. Go and have a good time with your friends, with your family. Go do some ghost hunting. Hopefully, maybe you catch something, maybe you don't. But man, you spend a few hours and you forget some of the crazy stuff that's going on in the world. And yeah, then you start planning, you know, what, what, what the next thing you're going to do. Ah, believe me, I've been to plenty of those things. Again, guys, I want to thank you for being part of my audience. Come back every week. I've got some great, great guests coming on. Um, I've had some people asking me, yes, I am going to be doing the cemetery runs. Um, also, some people have been saying um, that they want me to maybe do some type of like paranormal news uh, once a week, maybe with the shows. Maybe, I, I might do that might do that maybe read up on any of the weird headlines out there like uh something like a, a condensed you remember the national Enquirer? how it was always really funny that all their front page news was like weird stuff uh you know like you know when men in black the real stories were the front page of the national Enquirer. you know the all the yeah the the flying saucer the thing be maybe 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 i'll do my own version of that let's see uh you'll see it if that ever comes into uh into being don't forget, visit MyMigosChronicles.com, MarlenePardo.com. You get links to the videos, links. Also, if you want to listen to any of the podcast versions without commercial interruption, get the links there. You can download it directly from my site. Or if not, you get a link to the best uh, video, you know, podcast platform that you prefer. Also, remember, besides YouTube... I am on a bunch of other video platforms. I am on BitChute, on Steemit, uh, on Rumble. You can even find me on Roku. If you go to Roku and look for the Rumble channel, you can find me that way if you want to see me on TV. I'm all over the place. Anyway, you have links there when you go to MindMeGhostChronicles.com. Again, guys, take care. It has been absolutely wonderful to have you guys back with me every week. Till next time.